0: Welcome to episode three of Spec News,
1: keeping you up to date with advances in the GraphQL spec and related foundation projects.
0: We're your bespectacled hosts. I'm Benji.
1: And I'm Jem. June 2022's working group meeting saw the closure of a number of action items
0: the introduction of a new composite schemas working group,
1: a discussion around an experimental directive.
0: A new validation rule to assert operation types exist.
1: An update on the client-controlled nullability, one-of, and the unions implementing interfaces, RFCs.
0: And a number of spicy takes on the GraphQL spec itself. Let's get into it.
1: First up, action items. Benji has added a security document to the .github repo, so all Foundation projects now have a security policy. Further, he submitted an editorial PR clarifying that the term request is independent of transport, i.e. it does not refer to an HTTP request. Benji also raised awareness of a suggestion to either increase the length of the working group meetings or to increase their cadence, and predicted that this meeting would overrun. Before March 2021, the meetings were three hours long, but were shortened to two hours to help make attendance easier, Further discussion should take place in the Working Group Issue 988.
0: The Composite Schema's Working Group was proposed by yours truly, a Working Group to look at the commonality between all the various Composite Schema approaches stitching, merging, federation, joins, all these things. It gained significant interest and all the key players were already on board when the Spec Working Group officially approved it as a subcommittee. Interested parties should add themselves to the RFC document via pull request, and an initial meeting will be announced in the next few weeks.
1: New attendee Martin has proposed a new experimental directive.
0: That's a directive named experimental. Which
1: is the counterpart of deprecated. Where deprecated marks a previously stable field as one which you should no longer use, experimental marks a new field as unstable and so not suitable for production usage yet, there was a lot of interest and discussion around the proposal, with comments indicating similar functionality was already in use at GitHub, Netflix, and other companies, showing it's definitely a need. Next steps are to explore alternative solutions, such as creating an opt-in directive.
0: That's a directive named opt-in,
1: which could work a little
0: like feature flagging. Another new attendee, Ben, has pointed out that the GraphQL spec doesn't have a validation rule to prevent mutation operations against a schema that does not support mutations. Of course, they won't actually execute, but this lack of validation causes confusing results in tooling. Ben has proposed to add this simple validation rule, and it immediately jumped to RFC1 without any pushback. I imagine it has a very good chance of becoming RFC2 at the next working group, since it already has an implementation in place. Client-controlled
1: nullability champion Alex Has raised discussion threads around both the naming of the RSC itself and around the naming of the symbols in the AST.
0: For those unfamiliar, client-controlled nullability was originally proposed to allow the client to indicate that it wanted to override the nullability of a given field by applying an operator to it, though it's evolved since then to be more akin to try-catch, hence the search for a new name.
1: Whilst giving us an update, Alex let us know that the operators now need to strictly match during field merging, a restriction that wasn't previously the case. Though Relay plans to strip the operators before sending to the server, this may cause issues for other clients that rely on fragment isolation. Alex will be providing more details about it soon.
0: And then something unprecedented happened. We voted, through the power of Emoji, to take a four minute break.
1: Returning to the meeting, Benji gave an update on the one-of input objects RFC. This RFC achieved RFC2 during the May working group and is currently flirting with RFC3, though it's not getting anywhere yet. A couple of small changes were made. The introspection field one-of was renamed to is one-of to match is deprecated. And a rule was added forbidding one-of to be applied to an input object extension. Benji also raised a draft PR for one-of objects,
0: i.e. one-of for outputs rather than inputs,
1: and that was immediately marked RFC 0. The purpose of this work-in-progress RFC was to determine if there was likely to be any inconsistencies between an input one-of and an output one-of, the main outcome of which was questions around whether the unselected fields must be omitted or can be included but null. The desire is still to omit them, but it was worth the investigation. The working group are still uncertain around the expressed nullability of one-of input fields. This still seems to be the main sticking point. A suggestion around changing the representation of one-of in the SDL syntax was quickly shot down. A directive is the preferred approach due to the reduced complexity there.
0: Yakov returned with an update on unions implementing interfaces. There was a question around the FIELDS introspection property for a union that implements interfaces. Normally, the union does not have fields, but as Lee points out, everything that implements interfaces right now must also declare its fields. To progress this RFC further, Yakov must demonstrate that the value added by the feature outweighs the additional complexity it introduces. Yakov then went on to talk about an alternative proposal, the ability to include interfaces and unions within a union.
1: Currently, unions may only contain concrete object types,
0: not abstract types. Yakov feels that this change would be simpler, but the non-obvious introspection consequences made Lee rather nervous. Though schema build tooling could mostly handle this concern, there is value in reflecting the underlying unions and interfaces through introspection, as it may improve legibility of the API in tools such as Graphical, Yakov commented that his main motivations are addressing the needs that people are expressing via the GraphQL spec issues repository. So even if we don't solve these problems, at least explaining why we haven't solved them would be a valuable outcome.
1: Valuable indeed. Next up was Roman, who recently filed a discussion against the GraphQL spec containing 29 small issues in the spec. Lee advised that splitting the issues into smaller pull requests and issues, one per topic, would make them much easier to address, as it would be much easier for people to weigh in. More in-depth issues could be raised as proposals.
0: Roman went on to give a 10-minute presentation on the issues he saw in the specification, sharing with the working group his understanding of the publishing industry, suggesting significant restructuring of the specification, and a number of spicy takes, including suggesting that many of the algorithms in the specification should be removed in order to make it shorter and to not offend programmers.
1: Unfortunately, the meeting overran, so there wasn't much time to discuss these takes, nor to hear Ivan's eagerly awaited proposal to solve adding metadata to the introspection system. But I'm sure we'll have time for these things in future working groups.
0: And with that, that's all from us at Spec News, and we bid you a fond farewell.
1: Later, gators!